Hello, and welcome to the Ripple Podcast. Chelsea Connors here, certified coach, helping you bridge the gap between personal growth and mental wellness. So today I wanted to dive into this topic of asking for help or building your network or just getting the right people in your corner because I hold and really truly believe that nobody gets through life alone and that one of the most harmful things that we can do is put pressure on ourselves to try and do everything by ourselves. And yet, this is a story and a belief that I have seen over the years permeate through like the core of so many people that I've worked with and that I've talked to and that exists in my personal life. And for me, asking for help, getting people in my corner, learning new things is kind of a core pillar of how I navigate life. And so I wanted to spend some time debunking this belief a little bit and talking about what are some of the things that make it hard for people to ask for help? Because I certainly understand that it can be really hard. Um, why you should probably do it anyway. And how it can look or sound to ask for help or to build up the circle uh, that you have around you or the people that you have in your corner. And so when I was thinking about this episode, I at first was going to title it like, X number of ways to ask for help or so on and so forth. And I wanted to take a bit of a different angle because the title of this episode is I Know You're Capable, Ask for Help Anyway. And that is really how I feel, right? Your capability has nothing to do with asking for help. The reality here is that we are all human. Nobody knows everything. Nobody has all of the answers. Nobody can be an expert in 75,000 different things. And a lot of times, um, this is, again, how we continue to grow, how we continue to evolve. We will continue to hit rough points. We will continue to hit problems we didn't foresee. We will continue to hit new edges where maybe you want to continue to grow or your interests change or something or someone around you causes a significant shift. And now you've got to pivot, right? And maybe there are people around you that can help you in those scenarios. In fact, I know that there are likely people around you that can and that will help you in those scenarios. And so a lot of this starts with you getting out of your own way and maybe clearing out some of the cobwebs of unhelpful beliefs or a high degree of skepticism or whatever it might be that's actually getting in your way of being able to move forward. And this is dangerous because I have seen time and time and time again how that can contribute to people saying staying stuck or stagnant or continuing in the same um, patterns or thought spirals, whether it be about themselves, whether it be about the world, whether it be about their circumstances, 
that just really limits and shrinks the 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 life that they can live and that we're we're not here for that i am not on board for that so so let's let's t- let's unpack this so the first thing is to stop thinking that you can or that you should do it all on your own and to be honest i'm at a point in my life where um when people show up in with that mentality or they present themselves in that way um for me personally like i pretty much automatically have a negative reaction and response to that because to me it's pretty obviously um a facade and i really struggle i would say to be around people who aren't honest or aren't their whole selves um and so they kind of like bump down on my the level of respect that i have for these types of people or admiration um because I just know that it's not true that anybody gets very far on their own. And yeah, I think that this has been um, a story or a belief that for (laughs) decades has been embedded in different cultures, different family dynamics, so on and so forth. So I get that it's deeply rooted and I get that so many people are taught to live this way, present themselves this way, believe this. I understand all of that. And I want to be a part of shifting that narrative because of what I have seen actually be true in many other people's lives and in my life included. So a couple of things first, right? Like, okay, so what what does make it hard to ask for help a lot of the time? Okay, well, we often have a fear of judgment, right? We don't want to be perceived as weak. We don't want to be perceived as incapable. Uh, we don't want to be perceived as needy. For all of my people pleasers out there, maybe you don't want to uh, inconvenience or get in anybody else's way. And it feels hard to speak up, to use your voice, to share when you're really struggling you know, right? That might be a huge contributing factor. Maybe you have some shame around your perception or what you've been told, whether it be explicitly or implicitly about what it means to ask for help, right? So that might be attached to some of those uh, ideas that I just shared. And so that feels really hard to overcome. So rather than asking for help, you just try and carry on on your own, minimize how, uh, what you're struggling with um, and just like do the best that you can. But what I often see is, again, you could get through something so much faster or get to the next level of something so much more um, impactfully when you have the support of others. Uh, Maybe it's a pride or an ego thing. So maybe you hold the belief that it's more meaningful or significant if you, quote unquote, do it all on your own. Um, You don't need anybody else, right? You really hold that as part of your identity. And so your ego charges the way rather than opening up or asking for help. Maybe there's that fear of vulnerability, right? There's so many different things that can make asking for help hard. So the first thing I want you to do is just sit with that for a minute and ask yourself, what if any of those might come up for you when you think about asking for help, sharing what you're going through, trying to build a close but genuine inner network, using your voice more when you actually maybe don't know what the heck you're doing, right? 
all of those things. Just sit with that for a minute. And I'd be curious to hear to see um, if any of those stories or beliefs resonate with you, have been taught to you. There's people around you that you see really live from this um, mindset. It's just important to, to increase the awareness first. Um, okay, so this is kind of why you should do it anyway, <laughs> right? Even if those stories or beliefs feel hard and uncomfortable or exist for you, um, asking for help is still important. Building out your network, finding people around you is still important anyway. The truth of the matter is that we are social beings. We like feeling connected. Community is important. And I, I think a lot of people started to understand that way more throughout the pandemic. But to make a broad generalization, I think that this has been downplayed in our society a lot. And it's really unhelpful because the more isolated people start to feel, the more pressure that they put on themselves, the harder it can be to feel a deeper sense of interconnectedness, which connects to fulfillment, which connects to like joy and presence and like all of these things that so many of us say that we want, right? We are social beings. We are meant to be connected. And like I mentioned before, nobody knows everything. Nobody has it all figured out. And so we all have things to share based on our own expertise, based on our own life experiences, so on and so forth. And we are meant to learn from each other and with each other along the way. So I know that you're capable. You're absolutely capable. And you you just can't know it all at the same time. You can't um, be the expert in everything. You can't have the capacity to do everything, right? And so asking for help can really um, allow other people to support you, allow other people to show you a different perspective or share from their experience, so on and so forth. Even if maybe some of the people that you reach out to or that you end up asking for help or support from haven't done exactly what you're doing or haven't been exactly um, where you are in your life, they probably have had some type of um something maybe that is relatable, even if it was applied differently. But as I say that, I feel like something I should clarify and caveat is that you don't have to open up to every single person or stranger on the street, right? You want to be thoughtful, intentional, strategic about who it is that you're asking for help and support from, who it is that you are um, aiming to have in your network and what kinds of people you want to surround yourself with, right? So it's not just anybody. It's not um, just like an open door policy 24-7. This does get to be strategic and intentional. You do get to think about who are the people that you want to reach out to, who are the people that you um, want to and need to have in your corner and in your circle, right? So Here's a, a bit about how to do that. So the first step really in terms of asking for help, maybe this is new for you or maybe you're stretching yourself to a new edge to, um, yeah, break down some of these stories that we've talked through so far. And so the first thing that 
you can do is start to assess what it is you're seeking. Like what type of help or support is it that you're really needing right now? Is it mentorship? Is it coaching? Is it an expert in a field? Is it a sense of friendship or community? Is it um, therapy where you need to work through some deeper inner things? Is it consulting where you just need some guidance? Are you right? Like there's so many different forms of help or support that exist. And so really starting to understand for you where the gaps, right? Of those things that I just mentioned, maybe you notice that in your career, you feel like you're lacking mentorship in terms of how you can continue to grow. And so that's something that you want to seek out. Maybe it is in your health, you're embarking on something new. Like for me, as an example, um, throughout my pregnancy, I got a lot of different kinds of help and support in terms of working with um, an integrative medicine doctor and getting a health coach that could help me learn about what different nutrients my body needed as opposed to before I was pregnant, right? So those experts were really, really helpful in supporting me through this experience so far. Um, maybe if you are looking to pick up a new hobby like rock climbing or um, hiking in your area or whatever it might be, and right now your friends go to the bars every weekend and that's all that they do, maybe the support or the help that you need is building a sense of community and friendship that are doing uh, activities and things that you actually want to be spending your time doing or learning about. Maybe you don't know how to rock climb yet. And so that's something that you need to learn, right? So then maybe looking for a rock climbing gym in your area might be a good starting point or going on some meetups where people are going locally on some hikes where you can try that out and meet some new groups of people, right? There's so many different ways that we can build help, that we can build support. You, I think a lot of times what I see happen is people stay, um, one, under this like pride, ego, fear of shame, guilt, whatever it might be. And so we try and do everything all on our own. Or the the second thing is um, we stay in what's familiar, right? So maybe you've had a mentor for a long time that you feel like you're outgrowing and you're ready for something new or you're something different, but it feels really hard to have that conversation with that person. So you don't know what to do. And instead you just keep showing up to having conversations with this person or meetings with them or whatever the, like, the structure might look like, uh, but you don't actually really savor their advice or maybe they're leading you in a direction that doesn't feel good for you anymore. But instead of saying something, you just keep doing it because you've known them for X amount of time. Same thing with friends. I see that happen all the time and hear about that all the time um, of just like, well, this is just what my friends have always done, or this is just who I've always hung out with. And I want you to take some of the power back and recognize that you are allowed to change. You are allowed to grow. You are allowed to put yourself in different scenarios, in different communities, in different types of conversations. Whenever you, you are um, I almost said whenever you're ready to evolve, but a lot of times you don't even feel ready. But whenever you get that inkling of like, 
oh, maybe something else might feel better or different, or meeting, maybe I'm needing a different type of support. I really, really, really want to encourage you to lean into that. It is so important that you do not minimize that little voice inside of you that is telling you, you it, it is time. You need something different. You're ready for something different. You're looking for something different or more, whatever it might be. A lot of times that voice starts as a whisper. And so many times I hear people minimize it or they're, they'll hear it over and over and over again. And then because life is busy or there's other people who have um, familiar expectations of them, they'll just like kind of downplay that that little voice inside rather than actually letting it get louder or taking the action that would align with that, starting to experiment with it, so on and so forth. So I just went on a little tangent there, but I really think that that is so incredibly important. So jumping back into things that you can do. The first thing is just like assessing what you're seeking. Where are the gaps? What is it that you're looking for next in terms of your support network, the inner circle that you want to build? Um, and then from there, once you've clarified that, being able to find the people who have the things that you do admire or maybe made it through a similar experience, right? Um or just have values that you really align with, whatever it might be. What are the foundational points where you can find people who have the things that you are also seeking to bring more of into your life? And then you get to go out and you get to pursue yourself, pursue those things, pursue those people, reach out to them, Put yourself in situations and environments that are going to facilitate more of those connections, right? So as an example, um, I, well, I just gave an example, right? I started working with an integrative medicine doctor and health coach once I realized that I was pregnant and I needed to up my level of understanding, education of nutrients and how my body was changing and what types of movement would or wouldn't work for me or things like that. And I am somebody who definitely verbally processes. And so having people that I can talk to is really helpful for that. Uh, same thing. I'm I'm working right now with um, a coach for myself. Again, practice. I practice what I preach, um, and she is helping me a lot with some of my own inner work, some of the business changes that I've make that I'm making. Um, and she's somebody that I was kind of connected with, or at least followed on social media for. I don't know, over a year and just existed somewhere in my space. I didn't know her personally at all <clears throat> until I was ready to move in this direction. And I recognized that I wanted support. I wanted somebody who had been through something similar that I knew I was going to go through. I wanted somebody who had, um, who showed up in a way that I really admired. And I wanted to embody more of myself in my own way. And I knew that this person and the way that they approach their work would support that, right? So not making it cookie cutter, not making it like, this is what I have to do exactly the way that she did it, but really allowing me to expand into my own understanding, to use my own voice, to show up more powerfully, right? To follow the, those whispers inside and really um, embody that on a deeper level. 
And then another example of that is recently making a new friend. Right now I live um, outside of DC. If you listen to my last episode, um, finding yourself when your life is blowing up, (laughs) you know that I will soon be moving. But anyway, in being here in DC, I really um, have not put a lot of effort into making connections or building community because I knew that this was a temporary place that we were going to be. And after being here for several months, I really knew pretty concretely that I I did not like it here. This was not a good fit for for me. Um, However, I still love having like-minded people in my world. And so at some point, one of my old mentors posted about somebody that she was working with who lived in the D.C. area. And um, I did what we do on social media (laughs) and went to her page. And like, we had so many things in common, I could tell just from her posts. And so I DM'd her and was like, hey, I live in this area. Um, It looks like we have a lot in common in terms of what we do for work. Would love to grab a coffee and just like chat, get to know you a little bit more if you have capacity, if not, cool, whatever, right? So really genuinely, but softly using following that inkling, following that knowing. And and since we've hung out multiple times, we talk almost every week. Um, and it's really cool to get to learn about somebody new. We have a lot of differences, but we also have a lot of similarities and just expanding the network more and more and more and more, right? And so you can do this in so many different ways, so many different areas. So you can reach out on social. I just gave you some examples of how I've done that. You can apply to work with somebody in a more formal way. If you recognize that that's um, somebody that you really want to learn from, whether it be a coach, whether it be an expert, whether it be a therapist, whether it be um, a healthcare professional, whatever, you name it, right? It might look like asking for an introduction. So as an example, if you had somebody that you knew you'd love to be mentored by, but you didn't know them directly, but you, your coworker works with them or has more of a close relationship, maybe your first start is to ask your coworker, Hey, I'd really love to get to know Susie Q from X department. I know you chat with her any way you could introduce us, right? So it's starting to use your voice and to use the voice that's going to lead you in the direction of your growth and quiet the voice that is, or turn the volume down on the voice that is telling you not to do it, telling you they're going to think that you are lame, weak, insecure, whatever it might be, right? Thinking of the bigger picture of what is ultimately going to get you where you want to be and who do you need to show up as right now in this moment in order to take maybe one baby step towards that direction. It doesn't have to be these huge, massive jumps and leaps and bounds. It oftentimes starts with the small connections that you can make, that you get to build genuine relationships, that you get to build your inner circle and your support network, right? (laughs) So hopefully this is helpful to just give you some ideas of maybe some of the inner work that you might need to do to let go of some unhelpful beliefs or stories that you hold about what it actually means to ask for help or to build that inner circle, to recognize that it has nothing to do with your capability. You are capable. There's no um, part of me that believes that you are incapable of doing all of the things that you want to do, but that we will not get there alone. 
in any way, shape, or form, right? And so the sooner that you can recognize that, the better off that you will be. And so to do some of these things, you want to start by assessing what it is that you're seeking. What are the gaps in your life or what are the ways in which you're ready to expand your network? Find some people who have the things that you are seeking, who might be a good fit for filling those gaps. And then you take the action of facilitating that relationship, of asking for the connection, of making the time to make it a priority to put yourself in new environments or new situations that are going to build what you want to grow, right? Those three steps in, well, four, technically, those four steps are going to help you really do this in a genuine way where it doesn't feel forced. And another caveat that I will add to this is that you may not always pick the right thing or the right person, or you maybe might not hear back from somebody that you were really excited to connect with or to work with. That's okay, right? So the other aspect of this is not putting all of your eggs in one basket, not over-personalizing this experience, um, and being able to be fluid and to keep moving, right? but to not give up on how important it is to ask for the help that you need to build your support work, network, support network, um, and to cultivate a really, really strong network that you feel that you feel meets the needs of your life right now. And then if or when it comes a time where you're ready to evolve out of something or no longer feels like a good fit, that that's a normal part of this experience too. Some people stay in our lives. This is like the cheesy quote, but I have seen it be true over and over again. Some people are in our lives for more of like a season or a couple of years or a couple of months, even like whatever it might be. Some people are in our lives for the long haul. And that's a really natural, normal <laughs> experience in life. So Allowing yourself to go through these ebbs and flows, to reach out, to use your voice and assert yourself when it comes to advocating for what you need are some of the most essential and helpful skill sets that you can develop. All right. So I hope this episode was helpful. This is the second week that I'm releasing episodes on the Ripple podcast. So if you found it to be helpful, if you could rate this, if you could drop a review, that would mean so, so much and be so helpful. Share it with somebody who you think might gain some value from listening to this episode. And if what we talked about today really resonates with you and you maybe are struggling with some of the barriers that make it more challenging to ask for help or to learn how to articulate your needs or to speak up or follow those whispers inside of you, I am officially opening the doors to my next brand new coaching program called Soft Power. And it is going to teach you how to do this in a very, very genuine to you way, but one where you can honor the more compassionate side of yourself, uh, maybe the softer side of yourself, while also holding conviction and being assertive and moving unwaveringly. I don't know if that's a word, but we're going to make it 
one, towards what you want for yourself and for your life. So you, if you are interested in applying for soft power, the doors are open. We've got some early bird bonuses going on until February 3rd, 2023. If you are listening to this episode uh, close to when it releases, definitely jump in. I will put the link it for the program in the Instagram, in the Instagram. It is on my Instagram, but you will also see it in the description of this episode. Um, And until next week, we'll talk soon.